now come on in, come on in, come on in. Yep, I just got it. Y'all come on in. As you can see, this is titled, You Will Reap What You Sow. You will reap what you sow. I know I said I was coming on at 4 o'clock, but we are traveling to Georgia for Providence Marie's Women's Crusade. My bounce back is real. And so I am bringing the word on tonight. So we're traveling. And so I wasn't able to do it earlier. I had a whole lot of stuff going on. So I did say four o'clock, but we are, we are, our ETA is for us to pull up about 4.10. So I said, well, I can't go at four, so let me go at three. So I had to set up all this stuff here. And I know the light is kind of, you know, y'all not able to see me with this phone, but y'all come on in here and say good afternoon to me because I want all of you to hear what does say of the Lord. Amen. And we're going to go, we're, we're literally going to go in Jesus' name. God has been good to me and he has been good to us. He has been good to us. He has been good to us. And so, am I not, do y'all see me on here? Yes. Okay. You're good. Okay. Because I'm literally trying to share this and it doesn't even, it doesn't even show. Okay, so I'm just like, Lord, have mercy. So, so let's go ahead. Let's get us. Let's get us started. Amen. Let's get us started. Let's see what's going on here and why I can't um, share this but we're going to go ahead and get for it we're going to go ahead and get started so um, thank you for tuning in come on in and say hi to me um, we're on first Kings chapter 21 1 through 29 I don't believe I will have to read the whole chapter I do have some highlights that I have highlighted in this study amen and so again I'm driving so please bear with me um, I when I when I come October first when I started this I did not want to be inconsistent so I have been trying my best to make sure no matter what I have going on that I can stay consistent Monday through Friday sounding the alarm Amen you reap what you sow and so y'all I am excited about what God is doing I'm excited because God. God is good and he is worthy to be praised. I'm excited because he uses me just as I am. Amen. I don't have to fight the funk. I don't have to pretend to be somebody else. I can be me. Amen. I can be me concerning him. And I'm so grateful for it. So let me just go ahead and yeah. Okay. Let me put my let me put this down because it looks okay. There we go. I'm just like, Lord have mercy. What is going on? So, um, I need to make this, Lord, I think I just came out of it, but it's going to be all right. There we go. All right. So, I'm trying to make it public so that everybody can see and be a part of it. And I'm trying to share it, but I always wait till 105, well, 305, but it's 322. I'm not really sure what time I came on. So, y'all just bear with me, okay? Y'all just bear with me. I'm just trying to make sure I don't leave anyone out. Amen. So I'm still talking so that there's no dead air. And I hate when doing something, there's such dead air and people are like, okay, is she still on? Is she froze? You know, what is really going on? Because I don't hear anything. I don't see anything. So I don't like dead air. So I will continue to talk so that y'all would know that we are still here. Okay. So. We're going to be talking about you will reap what you sow. And I don't know how many of you understand the purpose of reaping what you sow. You have to literally understand the purpose of reaping and sowing. Amen. Some of us have heard in the world, um, what comes around goes around. You know, some people do tick the tack. Some people will say, if you get me, I'm going to get you. 
if you hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. And in life, we, we base our life on hurting people. And so I'm reminded of um, a TikTok, actually, that um, there's a clip of Medea and uh, Medea and Dr. Phil. And Medea and Dr. Phil was having this conversation. And Dr. Phil was like, why do you feel like you got to get them? And Medea was like, if they get me, I'm going to get them. He said, so why do you do that? Why do you feel like you got to get them? Because if they get me, get me, get me, then they got, I got to get them. I got to, I got to, got to, got to. And so, you know, and all of that. So anyway, so I wanted to share that so y'all will understand, you know, what's really going on. But anyway, in the world, we say what comes around goes around. In the word of God, it says you will reap what you sow. And if you don't understand what that means, we're going to walk through that thing on today because there is a Jezebel spirit. There is a Jezebel spirit and it is running rapid. Can I say that again? There is a Jezebel spirit and it is running rampant and it is running rampant amongst the people of God. Yes. Hello, Felicia. Good to see you on here. Hey, Evangelist Pinson. I need y'all to understand that there is, there is literally, 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 literally a, a spirit of Jezebel that her spirit has just been released by Satan, not just then, but today. And there are so many leaders and there are so many Christians and there are so many men and so many women that has that Jezebel spirit and it is running rampant. And we need to understand that Jesus, that God said, not Jesus, sorry, that God said from generation to generation to generation. And so some of you would have to understand that what you do in your past may come back in your present future. What you've said in your past may come to your children in their present future. What your parents has done in the past may come to surface in there to somebody else in their present future. You will reap what you say. And I am sounding the alarm because I want to let somebody know that if you recognize that Jezebel spirit, you need to pray and you need to seek the Lord and you need deliverance and you need to pray and ask the Lord to remove any of that spirit from out of your flesh, from out of your heart, from out of your mind, from out of your spirit. Amen. Because we are called to do a great work. We are called to speak to the people. We are called to be kind. We are called to love. We are called to do great things not tearing down people's nations, not tearing down people's kingdoms, not tearing down people's family, not tearing down people's ministries, not tearing down people's marriages, not tearing down people's children, because you got that Jezebel spirit, male or female. And we are going to back it up today with scripture. And some of y'all might have saw my hashtags earlier when I said it was verse 29 for me. It was verse 29 for me. So listen, Lord God, I thank you right now, God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, everybody that is on this live, that, this, that, that, that they are watching publicly or they are watching privately, Lord God. But God, allow them to hear you. Allow them to see you. Allow them to receive what thus saith the Lord. Allow them to open up their mind. Allow them to open up their heart. Allow them to open up their spirit, Lord God, so they can apply what is given, Lord God. They won't just be hearer of your word, God, but they'll be doer of your word. James tells us in chapter four that we are to submit ourselves to God and, and resist the devil and he will flee from us and we are to draw nigh to you God to you God and we are to God we are to draw nigh to you so you can draw nigh to us and Satan you are a liar 
Satan, you will not manipulate my tongue. Satan, you will not mess with my mouth. Satan, you will not mess with my words. You've got to go in the name of Jesus because the blood of Jesus is on you. The blood of Jesus is on you, Satan. The blood of Jesus is on you, Satan. You can't do anything. You can't say anything. You don't have the power. And the power you have is just limited. My God holds all power in the mighty name of Jesus. So I bind up the witches that are watching. I bind up the warlocks that are watching. Because in the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the power of his word will compel you in the name of Jesus. So you can come on in and listen because the power of the word will save you. The power of the word will deliver you. The power of the word will control you. The power of the word will bring what you thought you were going to do, but God is going to use it for his glory in the name of Jesus. So God, we thank you. I thank you. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart to be a central unto thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. Cover me with your Holy Spirit. Cover me with the Holy Ghost. Lord God, if I, if you don't say anything, nothing will be said. I bind up my flesh too in the name of Jesus that the Spirit Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of God will move mightily through this airway, through this lie, so that those who are listening will be healed, set free, and delivered in the name of Jesus. So God, I thank you because you are God Almighty. I thank you because you're the lily in the valley. I thank you because you are the only one that controls my life. I thank you because you are the first and the last. I thank you because you are a mind regulator and a heart fixer. Oh God, I thank you for saving me and setting me apart, God. In the name of Jesus. And God, we thank you. We love you. We bless your name. We glorify you. And then with the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. In Jesus' name, I pray, we pray, and we all say amen. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you for the prayer, Minister Laquanda. Yes, Lord. Listen. So, 1 Kings chapter 21 reads as follows. And it came to pass. After these things, that Naboth, the Jezreelite, had a vineyard, which was in Jezreel, hard by the, hard by the palace of Ahab, king of Samaria. And Ahab spake unto Naboth, saying, Give me your vineyard, that I may have it for a garden of herbs, because it is near unto my house, and I will give thee for it a better vineyard than it, or if it seemed good to thee, I will give thee the worth of it in money. So let me stop right there. So if if, if Ahab has a, a vineyard that's better than that one, then why do you want what Naboth has? Listen to me. Sometimes people just want what you have, not because it looks better, not because it's growing better, not because it is better, they just want it. No purpose, no reason, they just want it. That's a Jezebel spirit. They feel like they can just offer you something and we're supposed to give it to them. They can just offer us a thing and we're supposed to just take it. Lord have mercy. I need, so, need y'all to catch this. What you have to understand is just because it looks good to you, doesn't mean it's for them. Do you understand? So verse 3 said, And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me, that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto you. And Ahab came into his house. He was heavy and he was displeased because of the word which Naboth the Jezreelite has spoken to him, for he had said, I will not give thee the inheritance of my fathers. And he laid him down, uh, and he laid him down upon his bed and turned away his face and would not eat no bread. Listen, this man got depressed and angry and frustrated because Naboth told him no. I, I need y'all to catch this. Naboth told him no that this was given to me through an inheritance of the lord that means it was passed down to me from my fathers from their fathers from their fathers fathers this is mine why would i give it to you why would i hand it over to you 
this belongs to me right so ahab became displeased let me let me let me show y'all something let me let me read it to you this way in the new living translation let me help you out let me show you let me show y'all let me let me get there okay well it's having a moment it's not even coming up i don't even understand i don't even know what's going on right here okay what, what version do you have second first kings 21 oh i don't have it i'm about to say you, you know no 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 my bi i was trying to get to my bible app oh, oh, no, okay all right so i can't read it to y'all in a new living translation so we're just gonna move on from there okay so because my it's i don't know it just won't download but let me say this to you let me let me say this part right here because what you've done in your past it will come around in your future but Jesus' grace is sufficient for you. So don't be like Judas and hang yourself, but be like Peter and seek forgiveness for yourself. Can I read that to you again? Can I read you what I wrote down? Because what you've done in your past, it will come around in your future. But Jesus' grace is sufficient for you. So don't be like Judas and hang yourself, but be like Peter and seek forgiveness for yourself. Why? Because the disciples was with Jesus. They walked with him. They saw his signs and wonders. They saw his miracles. He talked about forgiveness. Even when Peter asked, how many times shall we forgive somebody? Seven times seven? And Jesus said, no. 70 times 70. So they, it's not like they didn't hear about forgiveness. It's not like they didn't hear about repentance. It's not, it's not like Jesus never taught them anything. Jesus taught them a lot in the time that he was with them. So Judas, when he betrayed Jesus, he didn't have to hang himself. He just needed to repent. But, but in all of that, Jesus still knew. So I'm saying to you all on today, God still knows. God still knows. He knows. He's an all-seeing God. He's an all-knowing God. God is everywhere. And some of us think that God is not anywhere. Some of us think that God doesn't even exist. Some of us think that God is not the God of this world. Some of people think that God is not the creator. They, they know something happened, but they refuse to acknowledge God. They, they refuse it. And we shouldn't, hey Tanika, and we should not refuse anything of this world except for rejecting false prophets, rejecting false teachers, rejecting false people, rejecting false teaching. So when I say to you all on today, you will reap what you sow. It gets it gets better, it gets deeper than that. It really does because we think we do in our past. It's not going to come back around. We think what we do to people, even if nobody knows it, we think that it's not going to come back around. We think if we do a thing in secret, that it's not going to be, it's not going to come back around. Listen, I'm reminded when 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 Nathan came to David and told him an analogy and an example about the little lamb and the man. David's words were. That man should die. And Nathan said to David, you're that man. But down in the story, he tells David, the Lord God says, but he's not going to kill you. But he's going to kill that child. He said, what you've done in secret, I'm going to do it openly in your house. Your children is going to bring disaster to your house. Chaos is going to come from your house people your neighbors is going to sleep with your wives from your house so god told david anything that you wanted i would have given it to you <laughs> so, nigga, i know you missed the beginning i know i said four 
we're supposed to arrive in Georgia at 4.10. So if I would have started at 4, it wouldn't have worked. So I had to come on earlier. <laughs> because I, I was I didn't I should have asked Bishop earlier when he said he was gonna leave, um we was gonna he was coming home at two, then I should have asked him how long was the ride. So that way I could have determined then when I could have came on. Cause we'd got in the car at three o'clock, then I could have just went on and did three o'clock. But we did get in the car at three o'clock. So I came on about three twenty. So you really you really haven't really missed a lot. Just the beginning. Amen. You're welcome. <laughs> you you didn't miss a lot, I promise. We're just now on verse three <laughs> of second of first Kings uh, twenty one and three. That's where we are right now. Hey Rachel. Hey Rachel. Good to see you on here. So 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 um so for those of you who just came on, let me re let me repeat let me repeat the statement that I just said because I'm not sure if y'all heard it. So let me just repeat it for y'all. Because what you've done in your past, it will come around in your future. But Jesus' grace is sufficient for you. So don't be like Judas and hang yourself. But be like Peter and seek forgiveness for yourself. Amen. So I said all of that because we have to understand that if you recognize that Jezebel spirit in you, you need to ask God to remove it from you. You need to ask God to remove it. Don't even, it doesn't even matter if it's just a small thing. Ask the Lord to remove that Jezebel spirit from you. And here's another thing. Some women, some men don't know that they have that Jezebel spirit. So you have to be able to, you have to be the one to be able to recognize it through the Holy Spirit so that you can help them see some things that they're not able to see. So that spirit won't continue to run rampant. So that spirit won't continue to jump from place to place, from person to person, from thing to thing. We have to recognize that Jezebel spirit. Amen. So with all of that being said, listen to what, um, again, verse 4 said, um, Ahab was angry. Ahab was angry. It said that he was so messed up because Nabeth, Nabeth had told him no about him selling his vineyard that he wouldn't even eat. He wouldn't even eat. So verse 5 said, here comes the wife. Y'all know how we do. We don't want nobody coming for our husbands. We don't want nobody disrespecting them. We don't want to see them upset. We don't want to see them angry. We don't want to see them mistreated. We don't want to see them hurt. We don't want to see them going through. So what do we do? We're going to make some things happen. I, I'm going to need some of y'all to hear me. We're going to make some things happen by any means necessary. When you have that Jezebel spirit, when you have that Jezebel spirit, and let me tell y'all something, the Jezebel spirit can come, can um, be on a man or a woman because a Jezebel spirit let me tell y'all what a Jezebel let me tell y'all what Jezebel means I gotta find it it's in my notes hold on okay Jezebel as the um as the dictionary states Jezebel is an unrestrained woman <laughs> listen just that simple let me let me put that in here Jezebel is a unrestrained woman who is violent, whorish, and controlling. So I, I put that in I put that in there. It should pop up on your screen. Basically, a cheater. Well, you know, well, some, well, all cheaters are not whores. Some people make a mistake, so that doesn't make them a whore if they made a mistake. It only makes them a whore if they continue to cheat. Can can I just say it like that? Right. So, listen. It didn't go in here. Hold on. Y'all, some some people need to know. So let me put it here on my phone. Jezebel is 
defined as a unrestrained woman. who is violent violent whorish and this is what the def this is what the um dictionary gave whorish and controlling there some of y'all didn't see it on that because I'm on my stream yard. So there y'all go. That is what a Jezebel, that's what a Jezebel is, and that is what she does. So, and it also states that a man or a woman can have a Jezebel spirit. So be careful allowing that spirit to jump on you. Amen. Amen. So listen. So, verse 5, back to verse 5. Back to verse 5. But Jezebel, but Jezebel, his wife, came to him and said unto him, Why is your spirit so sad that you eat no bread? And he said unto her, Because I spake unto Naboth, the Jezreelite, and, and said unto him, Give me your vineyard for money, or else, if it please thee, I will give thee another vineyard for it. And he answered, I will not give you my vineyard. How many times have somebody has given you something? And it's yours. And people get angry because it belongs to you. People get angry because you tell them no. Now, mind you, just because you don't like to hear the word no, it doesn't mean that you have a Jezebel spirit. But if you're killing somebody for, if you're killing somebody for it, if you're cheating somebody for it, if you're scheming somebody for it, if you're lying for it, if you're manipulating concerning it, if you're doing anything unrighteous, when the no comes, you have a Jezebel spirit. You got a Jezebel demon and you need to be delivered. You, listen, because you can still have Jesus and still need deliverance. Can I say that again? Because some of y'all don't believe in deliverance. You can still have Jesus, but you still need deliverance. I'm going to say that one more time. I think it needs to sink down in y'all mind. So what you're saying is, I can still have Jesus and still need deliverance? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. You do. Because we all need to be delivered from something, from some place or someone. Deliverance is needed, especially if it controls you, especially if it causes you to be evil, especially if it causes you to kill for what you want. You, you need deliverance, especially if it causes you to be mean, rude, and disrespectful, and you don't care what you say or how you say it, deliverance is in the house. Amen. And because deliverance is in the house, what's in the house needs to be grabbed, needs to be received. Amen. So verse 6. I'm sorry, verse 7, it says that Jezebel, his wife, said unto him, Do you now govern the kingdom of Israel? Get up and go get you something to eat and let your heart be merry. I will give you the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite. Just like that. She said, she said honey, listen, don't worry about all of that. I got you. We're going to make this work. Don't lay here and sulk. Don't lay here and be depressed. Don't feel defeated. Cause I'm about to make this happen for you. I'm about to get, we gonna, you, this, you want this vineyard? How bad you want this vineyard? Cause I'm about to make it happen for you. Listen, 
verse 8 says, So Jezebel wrote letters in Ahab's name. Mistake number one, you just committed fraud <laughs> and sealed them with his seal. Mistake number two, manipulation, de uh, deception, because you made it seem like it was his, that you made it seem like he did that. And sent the letters unto the elders to, and to the nobles that were in his city dwelling with Naboth. And she wrote in the letters, Mistake number, I lost count, you lied. And she wrote in a letter saying, proclaim a fast and set Naboth on a high, on high among the people and set two men, sons of Bilal before him to bear witness against him saying, you did blaspheme God and the king and then carry him out and stone him that he may die. Y'all, listen to me. There is a Jezebel spirit that wants you to die because of what you have. There is a Jezebel spirit that wants you to die because you choose to live. There is a Jezebel spirit that wants you to die because something was given to you by an inheritance of the Lord. There is a Jezebel spirit that wants you to die because you have greatness, you have purpose, you have potential, you're beautiful, you're genuine, you're one of a kind, and most of all, you are a chosen vessel and you serve the Lord with your whole heart and with all your might and you trust in the Lord with all your soul. And because you serve God and because you stand on his word, that Jezebel spirit wants you dead. That Jezebel spirit is going to lie about your character. It's going to have your integrity questioned. Because you refuse to serve her. You refuse to serve him. You refuse to bow down to that mess. You refuse to go in that direction they want you to go in because you refuse and reject the false teachings, the false prophets. They're coming for your whole throat. They're sending out letters, destroying your name and they're selling it with the devil's prints. They're selling it with the devil's markings. They're selling it with the devil's territory. But I need you all on today to say, but God, but God, they cannot have your marriage. They cannot have your children. They cannot have your job. They cannot have your elevation. They cannot have your promotion. They can't take nothing from you. That's why they want to kill you. That's why they want to destroy you. That's why they want to lie about you. That's why they want to destroy your character. That's why they scandalize your name. That's why. Because of the inheritance of the Lord and what was given to you. Who God? Jesus, help me, Lord. Verse 11 says, And the men of this city, even the elders and the nobles who were the inhabitants in his city did as Jezebel had sent it to them and as it was written in the letters which she had sent it to them they proclaimed a fast and set Naboth on high among the people let me stop right there for a second while we don't ask questions while we don't ask questions when somebody comes to you and say something about somebody why you don't ask questions what, what, what does this letter mean? Ahab, did Ahab really say this? Because why didn't Ahab come to us? Why did he send you? Again, why we don't ask questions? Why we, why we don't ask questions? Why we don't go see and check it out? Why don't we don't observe it? Why we don't analyze it? 
Why do we jump so quick to believe something? Because a prophet has said it. Oh, come on. Jezebel was a prophet. She was a prophetess. The Bible says that Jezebel was a prophetess. She knows how to manipulate the word of God. She knows how to manipulate the people. Why are we so quick to believe a prophetess or a prophet and we don't question it? We don't ask questions. Why do we do that? Rather assume. That's right, Prophetess Marie. Why do we assume? Why is it we can't ask questions? Well, what, what makes you... Okay, you said that they were extorting money. Well, how were they extorting money? Were they caught? Who was accusing them? Is it in the police records so that I can go back and check it out and see for myself? Why do we not question it? Why do we not observe it? And then why is it we can't try it out and prove it for ourselves before we give them $150? Oh, I need y'all to catch this. Lord, help me, Jesus. We will listen to a prophetess and we will listen to a prophet and you should be able to recognize, you should be able to discern you should be able to investigate and ask questions. Well, if I don't have $150, can I give you $50? Why I don't ask questions and then wait for the response? Well, I'm asking for $150. The Lord is saying $150. But if the Lord knows you ain't got $150 and the Lord knows all you got is $50, then... um. That live is not for you, and you need to come off. Because you ain't got $150. So he's not talking to you. So why is it we don't weigh it out? These elders, these people, they didn't even check it out. They immediately believed it, and this man lost his whole life because of a lie. Because of a lie. Listen, oh, it gets oh, it gets better. Uh, some of y'all was y'all saw my earlier post. Oh, it gets better than this. Cause I was like, oh my Jesus, it gets better. And I'll say it again. Verse 29, it, it was verse 29 for me. And this is why I said, you will reap what you sow. And y'all think that what you do in secret, God don't see it. And some of you prophets. And some of you prophetess are going through some stuff because of what you've done in your past, what you said in your past, and you got to face those consequences. And it might not have been coming from you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And verse 29 goes speak to that. It might not have came through you. It came from your, your forefathers. It came from your previous ancestors. And they were cursed from way back then. And nobody yet has apologized. Nobody yet has asked for forgiveness. Nobody yet has said, Lord, don't hold me accountable for what my ancestors has done. Lord, I'm serving you now. I'm sorry for what they've done, but don't hold me accountable. You don't have to follow the footsteps of your ancestors if they were evil kings, if they were evil princesses, if they were evil queens. Jezebel was a queen. She was a prophetess, but she was also labeled a whorish woman, a violent woman. A woman that is unrestrained. You all know what unrestrained is? Y'all know what it means to be unrestrained? Somebody that you, you can't touch them. You can't hold them. You can't keep them down. They don't want to receive correction. They don't want to receive guidance. They don't want to receive direction. They don't receive anything from you. They're in charge. They're dominant. They're controlling. They're unrestrained. You can't restrain them. And when you come across them people, when you, Lord, help me, Jesus. When you come across those type of people, 
you've got to be able to recognize that Jezebel spirit. I did. Sometimes I sit like, nah, I see. Mm -mm. What we're not going to do is that right there. We ain't doing that. Not today. You're not going to make me do something that I don't want to do. You're not going to make me say something that I don't want to say. You can't make me go back to an old person. I'll walk away from you first. Because God has brought me too far up until this point for me to make a mistake and be and, and, and fall by the wayside and, and then be left for dead. And be left for dead. Think about the man that was that was robbed and beat up on the side of the road. And it was the priest. <laughs> That walked upon him and walked to the other side of the road. It was another priest that didn't even walk on that side and it stayed on the other side. People will walk past you because you, they think you're already dead. <laughs> Lord help me. Listen, let me let me move forward. Let me get through this. Okay, listen. So, and verse 13 says, And there came in two men, children of Belial, and sat before him, and the men of Belial witnessed against him, even against Naboth, in the presence of the people, saying, Naboth did blaspheme God and the king. How you? How good are you that you can cause people to lie for you? If people want you to lie for them, run. That's a Jezebel spirit. Run. Whether it's a man or whether it's a woman, run. When people want you to manipulate for them, run. If it's your husband or your wife, run. Because you should never go against God or never go against God's people. David said, touch not my anointing and do my prophet no harm. David said, I never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread. You better run. You better run. It said that then they carried him forth out of the city and they stoned him with stones that he died. I need somebody to say, hey, Minister Dustin, I need somebody to say on today, I won't die like that. I'm going to say, I'm going to write that myself. I won't. Come on, man. Hit the gas. I won't. Jesus. I'm going to write that. Listen, y'all can follow me if you want to, but I'm I'm saying that I won't die like I won't. I won't die like that. I won't die like that. That is not an option. That is not an option. That is not an option. I won't die like that. I know a God who can save me, heal me, deliver me, and protect me from my enemies. I won't die like that. Listen. 14 says, Then they sent to Jezebel, saying, Naboth, Naboth is stoned and is dead. He not only stoned, but he dead. 15 says, And it came to pass, when Jezebel heard that Naboth was stoned and was dead, that Jezebel said to Ahab, Arise, take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite, which he refused to give you for money, for Naboth is not alive but dead. The Ten Commandments in Exodus 20 tells us that we should not take anything that does not belong to us. So, Therefore, it also says that you shall not commit murder. So, in order for Jezebel and Ahab that took Naboth's possession, they had to commit murder. Do you realize how many people that you don't even see, that you don't even know, that's trying to commit murder on you? They want you dead. They don't want you just stoned. They want you dead. Listen, my husband did a live a few months back and he was 
doing a, a, a topic on prophets and he was there for a moment. And at the same time, we both felt this thing in the atmosphere that these false prophets was rising and getting angry. Do you not realize that false prophets can still pray so hard because death and life lies in the power of the tongue? Yeah. And we have to be able to recognize that thing. That's why it says when 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 no weapon that is formed against us shall prosper and every tongue that rises up against you, you shall condemn it. When you hear it in spirit, you got to condemn it. When you hear it in spirit, you got to speak against it. When you hear it, you got to cast that thing back to the sin. Cast it back to the sender. Hey, Sarah, cast it back to the sender. 16 says, And it came to pass when Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, that Ahab rose up to go down to the vineyard of Naboth, the Jezreelite, to take possession of it. Listen to what 17 says. And the word of the Lord came to Elijah. Somebody scream, God going to send you a true prophet. Somebody. God is going to send you a true prophet. I'm going to say it. God is going to send you a true prophet. And they not gonna have no Jezebel spirit. Folks these days don't know the difference between discern and concern. Come on, Minister Dustin. That's good right there. That's good right there. Listen, God is going to send you a true prophet slash prophetess because male are prophets and uh, females are prophetess. So again, in 17, and the word of the Lord came to Elijah the Tishbite saying, and arise, go down to meet Ahab, king of Israel, which is in Samaria. Behold, he is in the vineyard of Naboth, whether he has gone down to possess it. So let me say this right quick, because we're almost where we need to be. But let me say this to you. Let me say this to you. And I'm going to jump all the way down to verse 29. Seeing you, Ahab, humbled himself before me, because he humbled himself before me, I will not bring the evil in his days, but in his son's day. There's a possibly S. That means all of his sons. Will I bring the evil upon his house? That's, that's it. Listen. Ahab went down in sackcloth and ashes and was praying and asking God for forgiveness. Y'all hear me? And the burlap that it uses, it said a, a burlap is a coarse, heavy, plain woven fabric used in interior decoration for clothing. The Bible calls it sackcloth for mourning and disaster, or they're doing a social protest. It's just black goat hair. Black goat hair. Black goat hair. Go down in sackcloth and ashes. So what does that mean? God hates injustice within the community of his people because of the death of the innocent Naboth. Elijah prophesied that Ahab and Jezebel would be judged specifically in the manner of their death. God's principle of retribution and justice continues under the new covenant. For example, Paul states that he that doeth wrong to another person shall receive for the wrong which he had done, and there was no respect to persons. God's people must treat one another with righteousness, justice, and loving kindness. So in verse 19, when Elijah came and told him that you want to die, and them dogs going to lick the blood, 
the same dogs Elijah told Ahab, the same dogs that licked the blood of Naboth, it's going to be the same dogs that's going to lick the blood from you and your wife. You will reap what you sow. And you listen, I don't have time to tell you all this, but you need to go and read Galatians chapter 6. You need to go and read Galatians chapter 6. That's going to help you. Galatians chapter 6. Matter of fact, let me just go ahead and read it. Let me let me while I got y'all. I'm this is my last scripture I'm giving y'all right here. But I, I'ma need y'all because I gotta get dressed. I gotta get ready. We gotta prepare. And I, I need I, I need to get myself together because God is gonna move mightily on tonight. And I'm so glad about it. I, I'm just saying. But Galatians chapter 6 says, if a man be overtaken in a fault, you which are spiritual. Restore such a one in the spirit of meekness, considering thyself, lest thou also be tempted. Bear ye one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if a man think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceiveth himself. Verse 4 says, But let every man prove his own work, and then shall he have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. And here we go right here and five and six and seven and eight for every man shall bear his own burden let him that let him that is taught in the word communicate unto him that teaches in all good things be not deceived god is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap generational curses is what's causing verse 40, uh, verse 29 Ahab repented to God it's in my black bag Ahab repented to God and God said because he came to me humble I'm not going to take his take him out all the days of his life but I'm going to take his son's his son's life all the days of their life you will reap what you sow you do bad to others it's coming back on you listen verse 7 says be not deceived God is not mocked for whatsoever a man soweth that shall he also reap for he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption but he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. You will reap what you sow. So when over here in, in verse in chapter 21, you have to understand this right here. This prophecy was fulfilled when Ahab was killed in battle and the dogs licked up the blood washed from his chariot. Ahab's sons also died violent deaths. Ahaziah was injured in and, 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 and later died from a foul. Jehoram was killed by Jehu and his body cast into Naboth's plot of the ground. And Ahab's wife, Jezebel, also died a violent death. The goal of Ahab's wicked wife was to uproot the worship of the Lord and to substitute the Baal of Tari as the sheep god of Israel. She failed to do so. Instead, her name has become synonymous with wickedness, witchcraft, treachery, and spiritual seduction. And these false prophets, these false teachers are literally using spiritual seduction to get you to get your possessions to get your mind to get your money to get anything that you have and you have to stop them you need the spirit of discernment you need to know these things you need to recognize that Jezebel's spirit John uses the name Jezebel for a false prophetess within the church in Thyatira 
who was leading God's people into immorality and worldliness. Literally, this is what was happening. That is what was happening. So, listen. Revelation 2 and 20, notwithstanding, I have a few things against you. Jesus is saying this because you suffers. Listen, you suffers that woman, Jezebel, which calls herself a prophetess to teach and to seduce my servants to commit fornication and to eat things sacrificed unto idols. We have to be careful who we listening to, who we're serving. And my last note on here is this. You will reap what you sow. So be careful what you reap. I'm sorry, be careful what you sow. Because what comes around goes around. That's what the world says. The Bible says you will reap what you sow. So whatever it so whatever was done in the past, whatever was done on the other side of the flood, whatever was done from the Amorites, whatever was done from the Ammonites, whatever was done from the Jezusites, whatever was done from the Itis in Israel, wherever you could be having a generational curse of that Jezebel spirit. So you have to recognize where you are within yourself because of someone else. So if you're calling yourself a prophet, if you're calling yourself a prophetess and you are teaching false things to God's people, it's going to catch up with you. And you may not think that it's not, but I'm here to tell you on today, it is going to catch up with you. And you have to be careful. You don't have to cheat. You don't have to lie. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to steal. You don't have to kill. You don't have to destroy. You don't have to scheme. You don't have to hate. You don't have to manipulate. You don't have to imitate. Be who God called you to be. You're trying to reach numbers. And God needs the souls. He don't need numbers. He needs souls. Many are called, but few are chosen. Only a few is going to know. Only a few is going to do. Only a few is going to go. But those few, stop manipulating them. Stop hurting them. Stop lying to them. Stop using your gifts to gain money and power and possession and statue from them. Amen. Amen. So, I'm done. I thank God for chapter 21. I thank God for his word. I thank God for God. I thank God for his for the life that he has given to me. I thank God that he's given me the teaching if that even that I know so that I can be careful that that little demon Jezebel spirit doesn't resonate in me. Because I can tell you some stuff. And I didn't realize that I had a spirit of Jezebel when I was in the world because I was the dominant. I was the controller. I that, that That's who I was. That's what I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's my, that's the, that's a testimony. But that's testimony for another day because I got to go. I got to go. We got to go because we here. See that? It only took us, what, an hour? <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes. Boy, just pray, just pray for me. Be selling that holy water filled with tainted dookie. <laughs> what bag is it currently? Is it in this gray bag? Is it in this? What? What? Oh no, it's in, it's up here. It's up here with me. So listen, y'all, continue to pray for me. 
as I continue to pray for you. Because God is good and he is worthy to be praised. Amen. But I am done. Oh, Lord, I thought I saw it in here. I might not have. Oh, here it is. I thought it was true. All right. So God bless you all. Thank y'all for tuning in. For those of you who are just tuned in, go back and watch the replay. My God, this is so good. It Listen, nobody but God. And it, it, it is. Tanika, oh my God. I was studying this thing and I'm just like, Lord have mercy. But um, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad. But I'm here in Georgia. And so we're getting ready for the um women's crusade on tonight. And I'm looking for God to do a miraculous thing for his people. And that's that's it. Nothing more, nothing less. I want him to be glorified. I want him to receive the hearts of the people. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. I, I, if, if, if he, salvation and restoration. Amen. So know that I love y'all. Know that I love y'all. And God loves you more. And I'll see you all on Monday as we end 1 Kings chapter 22. And we begin 2 Kings chapter 1. So I will see you all on Monday. Thank y'all for tuning in to Serena Holy Deliverance Ministries, sounding the alarm. Amen. Amen.